Okay, welcome along to a very special roundtable discussion here on How I Caught the Wrestling Bug. This has become kind of like a ritual. We did it last time uh, for Full Gear, and here we are, 48 hours. Actually, no, 24 hours now. It was going to be 48 hours. We were going to originally record on the Friday, but now we're 24 hours away from the Revolution pay-per-view. And I'm delighted to say that joining me are... Mr. Paul Fontaine from the Dynamite Show, Cup of Joe with Grandpa Dares on YouTube, various things. He even does the Facebook Land Show every now and again uh, with myself. Uh, Paul, how's it going? Excellent. Thank you for asking. Glad to hear it. And uh, also joining me once again is Kevin Ely from the Boom podcast. How's it going, Kevin? Oh. I am very well. Good to talk to you guys. And uh, you're joining us from a uh, very special location today, aren't you? I am. I'm in a in a field with uh, some dogs who are frolicking. So if you hear any barking, <laughs> that's not me. Glad, glad we, co- we got that covered. And uh, last but by no means least, uh, joining me is uh, Sebastian Garache, who, of course, uh, occasionally does a podcast called The Hitman Chronicles with uh, the the great Robert Silver. How often does that podcast go out, um, Sebastian? We're doing episodes monthly right now, so we should be dropping another one soon for March. Oh, and also we have one other person joining us, do we? Or do we not? He was there. He's gone now. Oh, he's vanished again. He was there. Uh, oh, well, uh, there's, there's definitely three of us. We may well be joined by uh, Steve Geimer as well, oh. but we'll, we'll see how. Uh... There he is again. Oh, Steve, I'm are you back, there? And we're also, we're also joined by Steve Geimer. Steve, how's it going? It's good, buddy. Sorry, technical issues. No, that's absolutely fine. So we, we've plugged uh, everyone else's podcast, but uh, you haven't got a podcast to plug, have you? You should, you should have one, though. You should have. I definitely should, but I, my favourite podcast of all time is um, A Cup of Joe with Grandpa Des. I'm not sure who runs that one, but it's very, very interesting. Well, I, I hope whoever does that show has uh, sent you the cheque in the mail for that uh, for that <laughs> comment. But uh, anyway, so let's, without further ado, let's run through this car because there are, is it 15 matches? No, no, it can't be. No, it must be 12. So we've got three on the... Three on the uh, buy-in, and then nine on the main card, so 12 altogether. Um, so let's quickly run through the three buy-in matches. So you've got Hook versus QT Marshall. I'll be shocked if we don't all agree on the outcome for this one. So definitely a win for QT, isn't it, Paul? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you know, if QT wins, we riot. Are you um, surprised it's not on the main card, though? Because, I mean, I know the card is stacked, but this will only take, like, two minutes and hook is so over that i kind of feel this could have been on the on the main card well it definitely could have been but um i think that it's it's probably a good thing to get the crowd mode up and it's only going to be a couple minutes and i think if i think aw fans expect a long match on a big card and you're probably not going to get that with this I don't think we need to spend too much longer on this match. So we're all in agreement that uh, Hook wins this one. Anyone going to disagree here? 
No. no <laughs> <that's good. laughs> what about Layla Hirsch versus Chris Statlander? This is a, a tougher one, I think, to, to call. Uh, let's throw to uh, Layla Hirsch's biggest fan, who, of course, is Sebastian. Uh, how do you see this one playing out? Yeah, I've got to say that uh, Layla's got to take this one quick. Um, very weird, the promos leading up to this one. Some Russo kind of script writing with the, with the way that they've been going back and forth. I wasn't a huge fan of that, but Layla's fantastic, so she's got to take this one. Uh, who have you got for this one, Kevin? Um, I, you know, it's interesting because she's like in the, been up in the top five and Chris hasn't. Um, so it seems like maybe she's the one they're trying to do something with right now, but I just, I have a hard time seeing Chris Dalen losing. I'm going to pick her. And Steve? Is Steve still there? Have we lost Steve again? I see him, don't hear him. Okay, we'll go, we'll go to Paul. Um, so who do you think, Layla Hirsch or Krista Alanda? I, I guess I guess it's going to be Chris Statlander, but I I wish I was wrong. I think it'll probably be yeah, Chris Statlander as well. But it should be a good match with those two. I mean, it, it probably they probably won't get a, a lot of time, but um, it should be good while it lasts. And uh, the last show, um, sorry, the last match on the buy-in show is the six-man tag, which uh, I had predicted was going to happen. I didn't know, of course, who the third man was going to be on the Death Triangle side, and I would never have guessed it was going to be Eric Redbeard. That that kind of threw me completely. And no, I didn't think anyone saw that one coming. Uh, but, of course, it's House of Black, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews versus Park, Penta, and Eric Redbeard. Sebastian, who have you got for this one? I think that they really need to do something with... Uh, Malachi Black, and they need to give him the win. The last time on Dynamite with the tag match, I thought it was easily Pac's worst match since being in AEW, so I hope that they have something better in store for this one. And Kevin? I've got to think House of Black. I mean, it, they, they're the ones who need to show that they're going to be doing anything, but I, I don't know. I really have a hard time caring about this one because it's the thing its the thing I hate most in AEW right now. Um, so I'm hoping just Buddy Matthews looks good and maybe he'll get the win. And Paul, you, you obviously, are, you know, you think this match belongs on the buy-in. You, you didn't feel it was pay-per-view worthy. Definitely a, definitely a, definitely a dynamite match rather than a pay-per-view match. Uh, but who have you got uh, for this one? Um, well, I mean, like they said in the promo, uh, the house always wins, so... I think it'll be uh, the Death Triangle and Eric Redbeard. Um, I think you don't bring in Eric Redbeard uh, for a cameo if he's not going to win. That's yeah, I can see that. No. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm probably leaning towards um, the Death Triangle um, getting the win as well in that one. But, uh, I mean, it could go either way. But on to the, the main card itself, uh, we have uh, Jade Cargill and Ty Conti for the TBS Championship. Uh, throwing to Kevin first, uh, how do you see this one playing out? And, and have you been impressed with uh, Jade so far? Because I kind of feel that she has kind of exceeded expectations. I, I think she had a particularly great match with, uh, I think it was Anna Jay. 
Yeah, I, I, I think I've, I give her a lot more grace than some people do. Um, she, what she does really well, I think she does great. And then there's a lot of stuff that she doesn't do really well at all. This could be kind of a mess because that's kind of the same thing you could say about Tay. Um, so I think absolutely Jade loses. I think it, I mean, wins. Sorry, it'd be malpractice for her to lose. Um, but I'm just hoping that they can both do well because I kind of root for both of them to get better. And uh, Paul. It has to be Jade. Um, I mean, ideally, we're talking like, you know, 90 seconds. Um, I think if it's any longer than that, it, it could be trouble and not necessarily on the Jade side. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Jade, I think Jade's kind of in the middle of a heel of a face turn. Uh, so I, I, you know, I, I think I have a feeling the crowd is going to be really behind her here and, uh, and it should be a, a nice win for her. And finally, Sebastian, how do you see this one playing out? I've really turned the corner on Jade when she became the spokesperson for the Four Seasons Toronto. So um, she's got to win. It's got to be quick. Yeah, I, I don't know if it has to be necessarily ninety seconds, but yeah, I don't, I don't see it going terribly long. Uh, but uh, I think yeah, Jade definitely. It's a shame that Ty has to lose again because obviously she had a a title match with uh, Brit. Was it on the last pay per view? I want to say. Was it full gear? That she had the. the I was match. thinking the same thing that the last that the last pay per view the challenger was Tay. I think it was uh, for the world title. I think it was. Uh, so David, be, can you uh, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh yeah, Steve, we got you back, have we? Yeah. Um, sorry, buddy. Uh, I uh, I was just thinking with regards to this match, it could be a interesting thing to have um, Ty, uh, Ty get turned on by um, uh, mine. I'm blanking on now. The uh, yeah, Anna Jay, that's it. Could be an interesting thing. I don't see what else they can do with Anna Jay at this point. That's a that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I could definitely um, that could be an interesting feud, Anna versus uh, Anna versus Ty. So, who, who do you you think Jade? Um, you got Jade to win this one, Steve? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And also, uh, just quickly, Layla Hirsch, Chris Datlander. Who do you uh, have for that one? So with that one, I would say Statlander. I think it would be nice for one of the best friends to get a win at some point in their careers. Um, and uh, I also heard you talking about the six-man, and I'm pretty much in agreement with everybody around the, the House of Black, although the other thing with that is I would like to see Pat get some... I, I want to get him out of this mix with the Death Triangle and the six-man tags and stuff. I, I'd really like to see him back in the singles mix. Would you have him in this in the main title mix with Hangman or perhaps the TNT title? Whereabouts do you want to see him? Yeah, where do you want, where do you want to see yeah. him fit? I would say I would say the TNT title at this point. I think um, Hangman's not the right person for him to go up against. I can't see that working. But uh, yeah, and, and say not necessarily straight away into a title program, but uh, in, in some singles program would uh, would please me. I think he's. I think he's wasted in these six mans and these tags. Yeah, it it was definitely uh, Ty Conti that uh, challenged Britt Baker at the last pay-per-view, just to clarify that one. So on to the six-man Tornado tag team match. You've got uh, Andrade, Matt Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy from AHFO versus Darby Allen, Sting and Sammy Guevara. 
This is an interesting one because I would probably say, you know, Derby, Sting and, and Sammy are definitely going to win this. But I'm more intrigued how it goes afterwards, to be honest with you, in the actual match. Because I think Matt Hardy, well, we all expect Jeff to come in. And so it makes all the sense for Matt to turn babyface and we get a Hardy's reunion. Uh, so I'm more intrigued to see how things go after the match and the match itself in, in, in some respects. But it should be a good match. Um, how do you see it going, uh, Steve? Who have, you, who have you got for this one? Um, I'm not overly interested in this one. I mean, I think... Um, <laughs> it does seem I a bit thrown Steve, together, doesn't it? I think it's a bit of a waste of Sammy, to be honest, being the champion and stuff. But I, I, I mean, I can see Sting and Darby and Sammy winning it. Maybe they even do that whole Matt Hardy walk. Oh, I think we may have lost Steve again there. Um, so let's move on to Sebastian. I have to say in the entire card, I don't know why you find a spot for Matt Hardy. Um, guy couldn't be any less interesting to me right now. And I know that when Jeff is coming in, maybe he'll get some sort of nostalgia pop again. But it's so weird that he's actually making the pay-per-view and then you have Hook, who's on the pre-show. Uh, I think it's got to be Derby Sting and Sammy easy, and we'll see if anything can resurrect Matt right now. And uh, Kevin? Yeah, i got to agree. I think, um, I think Matt takes the fall, and probably this leads to his expulsion from you know the hostile takeover of private party using their private their uh, voting shares to vote him out. Although interestingly, on the uh, dark tapings earlier this week that haven't aired yet, uh, Matt is cornering private party. So I don't know if I'd expect something to happen exactly tonight, other than him losing. And finally, Paul, how do you see this one playing out? So I, I, we can't get Jeff until at least next Wednesday because uh, his 90-day compete hasn't expired yet. So um, I think anybody hoping to see Jeff Hardy is is going to be uh, disappointed. Um, but I, th- I actually think Isaiah Cassidy is going to take the fall here. Um, and Matt will get mad at him about it and blame him. And then that's going to lead to the rest of the team churning on Matt. So Andrade will back private party in this and then and then that'll lead to jeff returning the the one thing i wanted to mention was we saw like an awesome uh triple threat match last night for the uh tnt title three of these guys were in it and but on the pay-per-view we get sting matt hardy and isaiah cassidy added to the match which to me seems like subtraction by addition I don't know what anybody else thinks about that, but I, I think I would have rather seen the triple threat match on the pay-per-view and have yeah. six men on Rampage. I think I, I have... I, I went, sorry, go on. Oh, it's okay. Sorry to interrupt. I, I thought the same thing, Paul, last night when I saw it, but at the same time, I think the six man is going to be kind of a palate cleanser match where it'll just sort of... They'll probably put it after one of the big ones, I think. Um, and in that respect, I like that. Plus, I think... Uh, I don't know. I, I like the idea of like the TNT title and the TBS title being defended on their shows the, before pay-per-view. So I kind of didn't mind that show, that match last night being on uh, Rampage, even though it was definitely, if that had kicked off the pay-per-view tomorrow night, it would be, oh, like, yeah. that crowd would be insane. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, we're not... it's important to note there that a palate cleanser match sounds so much nicer than a bathroom break match. I think you might want to copyright that, Kevin. <laughs> well, uh, DM Tony Khan suggested. So, Steve, who who have you got for uh, for this one? Yeah, you know, sorry about the technical issue. Every time somebody calls me, it cuts off the Skype, and I've never had this many calls in the space of 20 minutes that I've had. I'm, I'm the most popular I've ever been right now. Um, but anyway, um, I think the uh, the good guys, seeing Sammy and Darby win this, and then we'll get the fracas afterwards. Then we've got, uh, well, going by the listings here on Wikipedia, we've got listed next uh, Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks in a freeway tag team match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. While we've still got Steve and he hasn't been cut off, uh, let's go to you first, Steve. Uh, who have you got for this match? Um, I, I can see Jurassic Express retaining, unfortunately, and the, the other two teams going off into, uh, into their own program. Um, I say unfortunately because I, I think there's so many great tag teams in AEW that have been the belts on Jurassic Express is, is a complete waste, but that's just obviously uh, personal preference, I guess. But so I can see them retaining. Well, was this? I don't know, uh, Paul, if you've got a, a, an idea on this or, or anybody else, but um, was it always the plan for Jurassic Express to win the tag titles, or was that was their hand kind of forced by the fact that Ray Phoenix got got hurt? I think it clearly we're setting up Jungle Boy for a big win. So it, it made sense that it would be the tag team titles. I, mean, I suppose he could have won the TNT title. Maybe it happened a little bit earlier than what they were planning. But um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't have a problem with them having the belt, but I do think it's time for them to lose them. So for me, I'm going with Red Dragon here. I, I'm in agreement with Steve. I think that somehow maybe Red Dragon and the Young Bucks cost each other in in some way shape or form I, I do think Jurassic Express will come out still champions uh Kevin how do you see it playing out uh, I think some depends on where it's going to be on the show if it's after the ladder match that would affect whether Christian is in the corner and if he's not that could you know be a harbinger of doom for them um I'm going to pick Red Dragon I think it's I think Jurassic Express have done what they need to do as the tag champs, and they probably want to start getting that tag feud to where it's going to be for the spring. So I'm picking Red Dragon, and then unfortunately also it having implications in the main event later. Oh, okay. Um, and Sebastian, uh, how do you see this one playing out? So first, Top Flight should have gotten a spot over the Bucks, but I won't go into a Bucks tirade. <laughs> um, I think Jurassic Express... Uh, is going to retain here. It's um, it looks to me like Red Dragon versus the Bucks, but it could also be for a title. Who knows? But I think that it's two students still to take it off Jurassic Express. So I'd go with them. It's not really hot potatoing the title. I wouldn't go that far, but it does feel like the Lucha Bros didn't really have a particularly long reign after beating the Bucks, and I don't think Jurassic Express have had a long enough run, even though really you would think that Red Dragon and the Bucks is such a hot feud. You'd, you'd want the tag titles involved in it. Uh, I, I do, like I say, expect, well, I don't know if expect's the right word, but I, I, I think Jurassic Express will retain, but uh, we'll see. It could get, it, 
it's one of those matches where really any one of the three teams could win, to be honest with you. Um, John Moxley versus Brian Danielson. This match is going to be... I was going to swear them. I won't swear. I'll keep it clean. This match is going to be fantastic. Uh, as for who wins, I am not so sure. I mean, uh, Sebastian, coming to you first. Who wins? John Moxley or um, Brian Danielson? This is one of those weird matches where I almost wish it wasn't booked right now because both these guys feel like they should be winning a few decisively. The way that it's going to look going forward, I think that they're still going to be working together in some capacity. And I think you give it to Mox here just because his big comeback and overcoming all the odds and everything. I think that he should get the win here, but it, this one's the toughest call for me in the whole show. Yeah. Kevin, what are your thoughts on this one? Totally the same. It's it's kind of a pick em. I go back and forth, and I don't, you know, by tomorrow I may feel something different. But I kind of agree right now. Mox coming back needs to win. But at the same time, like, Danielson's his last big match he lost. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I, I kind of predict that this – I don't want to say this match is going to be a disappointment, but it may be a lot shorter and less epic than we expect because of where it is – in on such a big show and also i think it's the beginning of the program not the end so i think they're going to hold stuff back but i'm gonna i guess yeah i guess i'll pick marks to begin with and uh paul i guess i i am also going with mocks um although i think i think that like i agree with kevin this is the start of something and not the end of it and either they're going to shake hands and team up at the end, or we could see the introduction of Danielson Shooter Stable. Um, and, you know, after the match, when Mox goes to give him respect, Danielson debuts his Shooter Stable and they lay out John Moxley. Um, I, you know, I prefer the former, uh, but I kind of feel like I think I think Danielson just wants to be healed right now, even though he's fighting the crowd. But. And have we still got Steve there? No, I don't think we do. So um, that just uh, leaves it to me then to try and pick a winner here. Um, oh, God, I really don't know. I think I'm going to go with... Uh, I think I'm going to go with Mox. Uh, but um, Kevin brought up a really good point that Danielson is also coming off. You know, you've got Mox coming back, and so you don't really want to beat him. You've got Danielson having just lost a big match to Hangman, so you kind of don't want to beat either guy. Um, it's kind of what WWE would do. Yeah, book two guys against each other, neither of which you want to beat. But yeah, I, I think uh, I'm going to go with Mox uh, getting the win. Uh, Chris Jericho and Eddie Kingston. Um, I'm, I'll go first on this one and say I think Eddie Kingston is due a big win, and I reckon it should definitely come tomorrow night. Uh, Paul, what are your thoughts on this? Um, like the last one, I think this is the beginning of a program and not the end. So I actually, I've, I was going Kingston all along until last week. And then last week when they did that promo, I actually think now it is going to be Jericho that wins. And, but then that's going to kick off to a bigger win down the road. And I, you know, I've said this a few times and maybe others have heard it. 
I, I want to see them rematch at double or nothing in the finals of the Owen Hart tournament, and that that's where Kingston gets his big win. Sounds good to me. Um, Kevin, what do you think? Uh, I kind of feel like it's one of those things where it's Eddie has to win just based on the program, but Paul's pretty convincing that it, it's weird because it's very similar to the Mox Danielson match in that it's about respect and, you know, the, the dynamic is similar about what will happen after the match, but... Yeah, I could see I could see Jericho getting the win. I think I think we'll be surprised at how Jericho does, considering he looks like he's in really good shape. And so maybe they're trying to you know build some momentum for him back. I I just hope he turns heel for real at the end, win or lose. And uh, Sebastian, love Paul's booking on it. Uh, I have to say that go Eddie all the way on this one. I've actually been disappointed in the promos. Uh, for yeah. These two has been too inside baseball with a lot of their stuff. And these are two of the best talkers in the business. So I think that their feud can get hotter if you keep it going for longer. But also, Eddie's lost every single big match that he's been in. And so it feels like he needs to win this one. So I'm going Eddie, but I can see it going either way too. Do you see... Um, Paul, do you see Santana and Ortiz playing a factor into this one? I do, um, and and that's where if they're going to be with Eddie, then you know, then you know they'll show their face. But it's possible that they could turn on Eddie and and go with Christian, and maybe that's what costs him the win because the the promo segment they did on Dynamite kind of left it open ended, in my opinion. Like it, Jericho wasn't even sure whether or not they were with him by his yeah reaction. he was kind of so like are we good yeah yeah, so. yeah and they're like they just they didn't answer him but they just kind of nodded so you never know I mean maybe you know like brothers they fought it out on that match you know, a few weeks ago and now they're good like we'll find out but I, I do think we're going to see them one way or the other in this match and, and they'll play into the result do we have Steve there no I don't think we do right okay so let's move on to the f- oh no Let's move on to the Face of the Revolution ladder match uh, for a future AEW TNT Championship match. So you've got Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Wardlow, and Christian Cage in this one. Um, Let's go to Kevin first. Kevin, who do you see coming out as a winner in this one? Uh, up until recently, I was thinking uh, Wardlow, and that still seems storyline what makes most sense. But I kind of can't see Keith Lee not winning. Um, at least should you know? Well, I feel suppose like with it being a ladder match, I mean, it's not, sorry, with it being a ladder That's match, true. he hasn't got to get pinned, does he? So I mean, it's. Yeah, you know, if someone gets to the ladder before he does and, and wins, it doesn't really right. kill any momentum that he has, I suppose. But, yeah, you kind of would yeah. think on the surface that it's got to be Keith Lee, but I don't know. It could, it, but know. it also doesn't make sense to put Keith Lee with uh, Sammy for a title match. So when I think to myself, no, okay, true. well, the whoever wins is the next challenger for Sammy, um, I, I guess I could go back to Wardlow. Yeah, I can. I can definitely see. I can definitely see Wardlow 
getting the win here. Um, Sebastian, what do you think? Yeah, my thoughts are basically the exact same. From a business perspective, I'd go Keith Lee if I'm booking it. But from a storyline with Wardlow and MJF and everything that they teased, he almost has to win this one. Um, so I think Wardlow's going to come out with the win. And uh, Paul? So like Kevin, I was leaning Wardlow all the way until the promo on Wednesday where MJF told him he could keep the belt if he wins. And now I'm thinking maybe not. So I, I'm going with Keith, Keith Lee. Yeah, I, I I think it's between it's between those two. I mean, none of us have mentioned any of the other competitors in this. It, it's not going to be Christian. Uh, I'm a I'm a huge fan of, of Ricky Stark. I think he's very underrated, but I, I I can't see him winning it. Powerhouse Hobbs is a guy they could definitely be doing more with. I think in many ways, but uh, I think yeah, it does come down to to Keith Lee. And let's not forget Orange Cassidy as well. Uh, it definitely comes down to Keith Lee or uh, Wardlow. I will go Wardlow, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I just comes back to what um, Kevin said. That I, I just can't see them doing Keith Lee versus um, Sammy. I, I, I could see Wardlow versus Sammy, and Wardlow beats him yeah, fairly comfortably to win the TNT title. That's That's kind of how I see that one playing out um what about the women's title match uh Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa this is one I'm kind of going back and forth on as well I I, I kind of feel that Brits had a fairly decent run um but I kind of don't want to see it end just yet um it's a I, I don't know let's let's go to uh Sebastian first um who do you see coming out the top, who, who do you see coming out on top in this one? Britt Baker or Thunder Rosa? I will say that I'm the exact opposite of you. I'm just waiting for Baker to lose that title. I think <laughs> Thunder Rosa is a much more compelling champion, and Baker needs something to shake up in her character. The only reason I would think Britt would have a chance is because she just got pinned by Thunder on Dynamite. But still, the way that they built this feud, and it's really not been as hot as I thought it would have been after their match last year, I think that you have to go with Thunder. She can't really... I can't justify her losing with her big opportunity for it. So I think she's got to take the belt home. Dave and Brian uh, said on the uh, Observer Radio show that um, the last person to beat Brit was uh, Thunder Rosa in the Lights Out match. But I, I think, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Rio get a win over Brit? to set up their match or have I got that wrong I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Rio got a win over her as she well she did she did pin her on a rampage to get her shot yeah yeah but the, of course the lights out match doesn't count anyway which I, 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 I'm kind of on the, on the Lance Storm uh, with Lance Storm on that don't tell me a match I see on TV doesn't matter and doesn't count <laughs> but um, of course uh, it was Thunder Rosa that won that one uh, which in many ways is the best women's match so far in AEW? Has there been a better one than that, Paul? Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, also, uh, Thunder Rosa lost to Jade Cargill in the uh, TBS tournament, um, which was like in December. So uh wasn't that long ago. Um, I'm going with um, Britt here. Um, I just, I don't think it's time yet. 
uh, I would go, you know, I, I see my original idea was I thought that Thunder Rosa would get her win back at double or nothing. So it's possible that something happens here that keeps this program going. But I don't know. I've been real impressed with Thunder Rosa lately. And uh, maybe maybe they go in a different direction. I don't know. They definitely don't seem, it doesn't feel like Thunder Rosa has a lot of momentum behind her. That, you know, it, it doesn't feel like it's the time for Brit to lose. It kind of doesn't feel that she's the right person to, to beat her either right now. Um, Kevin, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, I, I'm going to pick Thunder. Um, I can see it going either way. I think you all made really good cases. I, I just don't know if it's not her. I don't know who it would be right now. And unless it's, I don't know, unless they try to do something with Jamie Hader, but that would take a whole amount of time. And I'm really sad that Steve's not on the call to talk about Jamie Hader, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to pick, Thunder, I think it's just it's time. It's kind of like the hangman thing, uh, full gear. Like you, you can only put it off so long, and uh, I don't think they would have spent this much time on it without it uh, pulling the trigger hard at some point. Yeah, I think um, I don't know if I don't know if I made an actual prediction there or not, but I'm I'm going to go with uh, Brit retaining um, because, like I say, I just don't think that uh, it's the right time, and I'm, I'm not convinced that. Thunder Rosa, as much a fan I am of hers, uh, I just don't think it's maybe she's not necessarily the right person uh, to to win right now. Um, what about the dog collar match, which a lot of people are saying should go on last? Um, I think uh, Tony Khan has confirmed that it will definitely be Hangman and Adam Cole that goes on last, but um, I want to follow this match that's for sure uh cm punk and mjf this has been an absolutely amazing feud uh i I've, i don't think i've enjoyed a feud in AEW more than i have this one um i've loved pretty much everything they've done you know even when a lot of people thought ah they've they've turned everyone's attention too much onto Wardlow and, and the focus is too much onto Wardlow versus MJF and not on CM Punk. They've done such an amazing job over the past few weeks. So that if anyone was focusing on Wardlow versus MJF more than Punk versus MJF, they certainly got them back on track uh, with what they've done. Um, as for who wins, well, I'm not sure. Let's uh, throw to uh, to Paul first. Uh, who wins this, CM Punk or MJF? This is for me. This is the one where I, I have no idea. Um, I, I'm I'm kind of leaning towards MJF just because I have always been of the opinion that MJF is going to be the guy to beat Hangman, and uh, so for that to happen, I think he has to win this. But I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean they have to go right to that match. Um, and I do think that this probably isn't going to be the last we see of these two. So I guess what I'm going to say is it is going to be MJF and Wardlow is going to cost CM Punk the match. Um, and everyone's going to be expecting him to cost MJF the match. And it's going to be similar to the last time. And then that's going to lead to like a mini feud between CM Punk and Wardlow. And eventually going back to Punk and MJF and then... I think at that point is when Wardlow's going to do the churn. I'm expecting the Wardlow churn to happen at double or nothing. Um, I, I don't think we're getting there yet, but we'll see. 
Sebastian, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think that this is going to be The Rock versus Hogan at Mania 18. It's not going on last, and I think that the main event is going to die a death because of that, because this is the one that everybody cares the most about by far. Um, for me, MJF is probably the hottest character in AEW and in North America, maybe just behind Roman. The guy is on fire, and I would have to put him over Punk now. Punk is Teflon. You can have him lose this feud to MJF, and I agree, MJF should go against Hangman next, and that should be the big title program. So I would go with MJF for the win here. I agree that MJF should win the feud, but he holds a win over CM Punk, and of course he can brag that he actually holds two wins over him because he can say, well, I beat CM Punk twice in Chicago. Is there not an argument for CM Punk winning this one and then they do another match and MJF wins that one? So CM Punk gets a win here, but MJF ultimately wins the feud. Kevin, uh, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I think there's definitely money down the road I mean, with Punk and MJF doing it, but I think now is a good time to almost take a break from it um, and have MJF win, essentially win this feud because they've done such a good job of just stair-stepping him up and up and up and up the show to where Punk and MJF are pretty much the two most viable faces of the company right now. They're their Hogan and Piper when it comes to uh, you know fan buy-in. So uh, what I would do is just keep hot-shotting, uh, you know, MJF to the to the top of the card, have him win the title, have him be the face, and then maybe next year have Punk come back to challenge him for the title. So I'd definitely pick MJF here. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to go CM Punk, but I, I, like Paul, I think this is the hardest one to predict. I, I just don't know how they're going to what they're going to do. I just, I just don't know what they're going to do. And I, I, I think they could hold off on the Wardlow turn until double or nothing, but a lot of people expected it, you know, in Cleveland, um, because that's where Wardlow's from, of course. Um, that's his hometown. Um, I just kind of feel you, d- you don't want to wait too long. Um, I don't think double or nothing is too long. I think that's, that's fine, but I could see it happening here. Um, but I just don't know where that leaves. If, if Wardlow wins the uh, ladder match and challenges um, uh, Sammy, I, I don't know where that leaves the uh, the, MJF, uh, the MJF program. But I, I, who knows? Who knows? But uh, yeah, I'm going to I'll pick CM Punk. But I, I kind of feel that MJF, in many ways, should win this match. But like I say, he could easily just come back and win another one. Who knows? But anyway, let's come on to. The uh, main event, which is Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole. It's an obvious joke to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Adam wins this match. You hear that? That's uh, that's the sound of uh, crickets uh, chirping there. Um, Sebastian, who have you got for this one? i got to go with Eve. No, um, <laughs> that's some more crickets for you. Uh, 
it has to be Hangman. Uh, Adam Cole feels like a very, very cold character right now going to a world title match. And I can't see him being the face of the company right now. I think that he's a fantastic wrestler and I loved him on NXT. So I think he can get back to the top, but I can't justify putting the belt on him now. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Kevin, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, same. I think Paige has to win. Um, I, I, same reasons. I, Adam Cole just, he's a trophy in another person's storyline right now. Uh, and that storyline is the Bucks and Red Dragon. So, and just the elite drama that goes on for years and years and years. So I think, I think that's going to play into the match. I'm not, I, I'm worried that it is, and I'm kind of convincing myself that it will be, so that if it doesn't, I'll be much more pleased with the match. But I think, I essentially think the Bucks are actually going to cost the match for Adam Cole in some way that sort of starts, starts to draw a line between uh, the elite and poor Hangman has to become the background player in their drama. Yeah, we mentioned earlier how you know, Red Dragon and uh, the Bucks feud doesn't necessarily need the tag titles involved in it. And I don't know when Kenny is coming back, and I think anyone knows for sure, but that is, I think, the obvious direction is, is Kenny and the Bucks versus Adam Cole and uh, Red Dragon. And I, I see Hangman moving on to, I don't know who, maybe MJF, maybe MJF beats... CM Punk and and they go straight to straight to that. I, I I personally think that the CM Punk and MJF feud has has more legs to it, and and uh, we're probably going to get uh, MJF and uh, Hangman later in the year, uh, maybe around maybe as far maybe as um late as all out to be honest with you. Uh, but uh, Paul, um, what what are your thoughts? I mean, you you probably well, I'm not going to say definitely, but you probably agree that um, Hangman's going to win this one. I'm guessing. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that's like a foregone conclusion. Um, Cole just, I don't know, he hasn't really lit my world on fire uh, since he came over. He's had, He has really good matches, and I'm sure this is going to be a great match. Uh, but, I mean, it's the main event, and there's probably at least four, maybe five matches on the show that I'm looking forward to more than it. Mm-hmm. Um so I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that I think Hangman wins, and I actually just think I, I just think he's going to beat him like clean. Maybe the Bucks come down and Red Dragon comes down, and then they do the whole thing where, like, maybe the Bucks stop Red Dragon from interfering, and then that leads to tension, like in the Elite, like where oh, are the Bucks with Hangman? Um, you know, and so that like no, doesn't no actually exchange that brings up. Yeah. Well, or they actually <laughs> physically stop them. You know what I mean? Like, because maybe they feel some loyalty to Hangman. And uh, so that, you know, and then that ends up, you know, playing out down the road. Um, or we could get a surprise. I've heard speculation that maybe Kenny Omega was, you know, working it a bit in that interview with Dave and Brian. And, and maybe he's back sooner than we think. I'd be, I'd pop really hard for that if that happened. But, um, you know, or maybe just makes an appearance, but he's not actually going to be wrestling for a little while. That that'd be cool. Yeah, it definitely. It will be a great match. I'm sure it'll be a great match with these two. But it, it does certainly feel that um, there are matches that mean more, or certainly, like I said, we're looking more forward to 
between CM Punk and MJF and Moxley and, and Danielson and, and that amazing uh, triple threat for the for the tag titles. And even in many ways, Jericho Kingston. I mean, that, that's a match that's been kind of built up for a while now. We, we've kind of seen how that one was going to play out for, for a while. And this match doesn't seem to have a lot um, going for it in, in some respects. I also, I hate to come back to the fact I hate lights out matches again, but uh, we just saw Adam Cole lose to Orange Cassidy. And although it doesn't officially count, uh, I just kind of left my, that that kind of left me scratching my head as to why you would beat the guy that you're going to put into your title match. Um, But uh, anyway, no, I I think um, Hangman, let's let's come on to Hangman in a minute then. So who, who who do you see him going off with next as a feud, Sebastian? For me, it's got to be against MJF. And I know that there's ways to get there down the road, so maybe that will go later in the year. Um, but MJF just feels like now's the time that you want to capitalize. And if he gets the win over Punk, to me, he has to be the next challenger. Kevin, is there anybody else out there that you could see Hangman going up against uh, other than MJF? I mean, months ago, I would have... Uh, begged for Malachi Black. I thought that would have been an amazing world title feud, but not right now. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel like there's any other... Um, they have got great heels, but there doesn't seem to be anybody stronger than MJF, if, if I look at the roster right now. Um, Paul, can you think of anyone that Hangman could go against? I mean, there's a lot of people. Um, you know, you could do the rematch... With Danielson, if Omega's back, it could be him. It could be, um, sorry, pardon this. Uh, sorry. Um, I I actually think that, you know, like I said, I think MJF is the next big, big program. But I think, you know, there's a long time between now and Double or Nothing. So, um, you know, it, yeah, it could be, yeah, there's a lot of people. I, Moxley, you know, would be a really good challenger, I think. Um, Jericho? Well, it you was going to be... Uh, Sorry, just not to cut you off, but it was yeah, going to be yeah, yeah. Um, it was going to be Moxie that won the um, whatever they were calling it, the Eliminator Tournament um, to crown the number one contender for Hangman, which Danielson ultimately ended up winning. So there, I think before Moxley uh, uh, went away to uh, to rehab, I, I, I believe he was probably going to turn heel, and we probably were going to get that match. So I don't know if they want to go back in that direction again, possibly. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I, 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 let's see. Kevin's got his hand up. I, I want to hear what he has to say. Well, I was going to say, when you're listing people off, like Jericho, for sure, they could do a thing. You know, they really seem invested on wanting to, like, sort of justify their choice to have Hangman be the champ. And I can see them doing, over the course of the year, uh, or at least the next couple of months, maybe Jericho and Moxley, so he beats all the previous champions. Uh, Ooh, that's and a good going idea. into yeah. like an MGF food, but yeah. that's a lot of big, that's a lot of big high-profile matches in short order. So I don't well, know no, I said earlier I could see MJF. I could see MJF as far down the road as All Out. So you could do, you know, say for argument's sake, do Jericho at Double or Nothing, and then do. They have they got a pay-per-view between Double or Nothing and, and All Out? Definitely do, do they? 
Uh, but they do, they do obviously these big dynamite shows. So you could do um, like a, whatever it would be. Um, what's like a big one they do like in the summer? There's like a summer break or something. Uh, you could see, um, you could do Jericho. Um, Jericho Double or Nothing and then do They've Moxley. they got those TNT specials too. True, yeah, they do. So you could do Moxley on one of those and then maybe do MJF at uh, All Out. I mean, who knows? But, um, yeah, I think... Um, I think... They got that big LA show in June. Um, right, they yeah. might want to do yeah. a big, yeah. big, big title match there. Yeah, they could. And they... MJF winning the world title in Chicago would be insane. <laughs> it certainly would. And as we um, as we wrap up here, so this is obviously a very stacked card. Is this from top to bottom? Is this the best AEW pay per view card they've done so far? Would you say, Sebastian? Yeah, there's no Kenny on this show, which they've always had as sort of an ace up their sleeve, even his first year, which wasn't that hot. Um, but even without him, this does feel like the hottest show for the promotion. Um, lots and lots of big matches on here, so it should be a good one. Paul, is there any card that you can think of they've done so far that uh, rivals this or maybe better, is it? Going in, I would say no. Um, but, I mean, it's it's possible by the end. Like, there's a couple matches on here that maybe won't live up to expectations. But, I mean, if even... You know, what do we, you said there's nine on the main card. If even six of them live up to expectations, it'll be the best card they've ever done. And uh, Kevin, would you agree with that, uh, with that comment? Yeah, I agree on paper. Uh, I think if they had, I think if they had swapped that six man with that triple threat that we saw on Friday, on paper, this would be easily the best card they've ever had. But I agree that a couple of these are probably going to underperform a little bit. I, I, I think Breton. Thunder Rosa is going to be not good, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean it definitely has the potential. You're, it's a rarefied air. I mean, all their shows are off the hook. So yeah, I mean, I, I had no, um, I had no no doubts in in yeah. There was, I was quite happy to put my money down um, to buy this pay per view on the Fight app and. Uh, even before we even knew what the card really was, I was more than happy to do that because I'm yet to be disappointed by an AEW pay-per-view and I don't think that's going to change tomorrow night. There you go, I've jinxed it. But yeah, I really can't see this not delivering. There may be, as Paul said, there may be a match or two here or there that doesn't quite live up to expectation. But yeah, it should be a very, very, very good show. And just, just lastly, which match are you most looking forward to? Sebastian, which match are you most looking forward to on this card? Uh, from a hype standpoint, Pac and MJF, but for the actual match, Mox and Brian, I think, is going to be the one to beat for me. And uh, Kevin? Um, the dark color match definitely has my imagination the most, but I'm getting a little squeamish in my old age about bloodbath, so I expect to kind of <laughs> Cringe a little bit with that one, even though the drama will be amazing. So I'm going to say, um, actually, Kingston Jericho. I'm just really intrigued by that one. And finally, Paul, which match are you most looking forward to seeing? Uh, so I'll, I'll, I guess I'm going to make it uh, three for three and say I'm most looking forward to MJF and Punk. 
And I'm also thinking, like, in the ring, the the best. I think it's going to, like, MJF has never not delivered in a big match, and Punk has been on fire since he returned. I think this this match, this could be one of the all-time classic matches that people are still talking about in 20 years. That's how much I'm expecting this. I'd like to thank uh, all three of you and Steve as well, uh, who uh, contributed while he could. Uh, it's a shame we couldn't get him for the whole show, but always good to hear uh, Steve's comments as well. And um, Kevin and Paul, you're both beyond. Is it uh, right before the pay-per-view, isn't it? You're going to be doing a uh, pre-show. It's going to be uh, uh, Paul and uh, Jeff Hawkins from the uh, Dynamite show coming together with uh, Kevin and... Um, his fine, esteemed co-host, uh, James McDaniel, on the uh, boom. You'll be coming together for a pre-show, is that correct? Yeah, yeah, we're one hour before, so I guess we're going head-to-head with the buy-in, but it's kind of going to be like a watch-along for the buy-in as well, so we'll have the, we'll have it on in the background, and people can comment and you know fill us in on what's going on and any news and stuff, and they can give their predictions. And Yeah, it's, I, we're just going to try it. Hopefully it'll be fun. And then uh, I think Kevin can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we're also recording uh, a special episode of, of The Boom after the pay-per-view reviewing the show, uh, and it'll be all four of us again on that. But if I'm wrong, Kevin can correct me. Yeah. No, that's that's the plan. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a long night, but it'll be really fun. I'm looking for it'll be a very very long, long night for me anyway because um it will be uh if I I don't know if I'll be able to stay up for the whole thing but it'll be starting I mean let's see the buy-in will be midnight um the, the show itself starts at 1 a.m and I expect it'll probably go four hours so you're looking at 1 a.m to 5 a.m um I'm not sure I'm gonna make it the whole way through but uh we will be a hero David we will see. I, I, I look very much forward to uh, hearing the uh, the the, uh, <laughs> the post show with um, with the four of you uh, reviewing it as well. But uh, yeah, thank you very much indeed, gents, uh, for for coming on. And uh, hopefully, we can make this a regular thing uh, before every pay per view get together and uh, go over all the matches, try and predict what happens. And uh, yeah, so it's been a thoroughly uh, entertaining conversation. I hope everyone's uh, enjoyed it. So thank you to Paul. Thank you to Sebastian, thank you to Kevin, and thank you to Steve for his uh, contributions as well. I'm David Lovell signing off. Thank you for listening to another episode. Yeah.